Alright, you guys. <clears throat> I know it's not Halloween. I know that. I know Halloween is not for another however many months. Like, a long time. But, I thought of some creepy stories. Some from my childhood. And since I haven't told you a whole lot about my childhood, I thought, now is the time. And it's always a good time to be creepy. So, let's go. Let's hop into this. So before I get into it, I'm just going to tell you about today, because today was kind of a day. Uh, it's a Saturday, so I was supposed to get more chores than I got done this week. Uh, so it's kind of messy in here, like not a disaster, but kind of messy, which is annoying. And then like my grandma came over, and we went out places, and I think because this, the past week or two, everybody's been kind of like sick and or not sleeping enough, or both, everybody's just kind of like in a mood because nobody's gone hardly anywhere in the last couple of weeks, and so when we went out, the kids weren't crazy. We walked around Columbia because there's two of our favorite parks that we love going to are shut down due to like sinkholes and other things because of all the storms that happened, and so by the way, if you're hearing this, I'm recording this in advance, so uh, of course, no, it would be knocking shit over while I'm trying to record. But yeah, I'm recording this in advance. So if you hear this, they're probably not shut down anymore. But at the time that I'm recording this, they're shut down. This is a place we wanted to go was shut down. We went to Columbia. We love going there. But I'm going to be honest with you, as cool as Columbia is and as much fun as I probably have as an adult, there's only so much that you can do there. Like, it's cool to go look at. But once you've gone, you know, four or five times, it's kind of like, meh. Even as an adult, unless you have, like, a ton of money and you're going to go shopping, which, let's face it, I don't. Um, so, basically, we did that. We got some drive through food, went on a little bit of a drive, you know, came home. My kid threw up in the car. Like, it was just a day. So, <laughs> it was a day. It was a day. Anyways, now I'm going to get into, like, my childhood spooky story. Or at least the first one, um, which is crazy. Um, yeah, so here we go. <laughs> All right, so the first story I got for you takes place with, I've actually told a story about this. It's the same sleepover. So do you guys remember my friend, um, I think I called her Leah in the last one. I don't remember. It was I think season two or three I was doing like Halloween stories and I did like creepy sleepover stories. The one where her stepdad and mom pretended to be like burglars like staking out their own house and it was all this like elaborate prank to scare all of us kids because there was like two younger kids, her and me, so that's four, and then three older kids. So there's seven of us there that night. Okay, so this takes place on that same night but like earlier in the night. So I don't know exactly how this came about, but we encountered, uh, we got to ride in a, her dad, stepdad's truck, he was like a trucker, and we encountered a lot lizard, so this is going to be essentially how that went down, so yeah, basically the cast for this one is just like me, <coughs> Leah, and we'll call her stepdad Jim, so me, Leah, and Jim, and then of course the lot lizard. So I'm just going to go ahead and get into that, okay? 
So I'm not really sure how us riding in the truck came about. Uh, I don't really remember like all the details of how we, you know, got to ride in the truck. But he offered us to basically go ride around in his truck. Um, from what I can remember, and this may be, you know, like this was like 20 years ago. So this may be a little more than that. So this could be, you know, a... Uh, somewhat incorrect but from my understanding or from my memory of how things went down is we'd been there we were trying to have a fun sleepover <clears throat> her stepdad was getting ready to like fuel up his truck and prepare it for a haul and make sure it was running and doing okay so he offered while he was you know taking it out for like to test it to test drive it and see if it was running okay and fuel it up that we would go with him and basically go for like a little cruise in the truck and I'd never been in one of these big old 18-wheeler semi-trucks. So I was just like, hell yeah, let's go, I'm down. So I bet if you're not familiar with trucks, which, I mean, it's not a secret. Like, even people who aren't truckers know, probably know this. But if you are if you don't, <clears throat> some of those trucks have, like, a sleeping area in the back with, like, a little sink and stuff back there. So, uh... Yeah, basically, that's what he had in the back. There was, like, this little area with, like, a teeny tiny little sink with, like, a little bitty, itty bitty cabinet underneath it. And then above it was another cabinet that if you opened it was, like, a little TV. It was really cool. And then on the other side was, like, two more little, just, like, a little cabinet thing, which I'm guessing is for, like, his luggage or his clothes or whatever. And... <clears throat> I remember getting in the truck and because there's only two seats in the front, her and I opted to sit in the back on the bed, which number one, super dangerous because there's no seatbelts back there. And number two, um, when you're back there, you're kind of hidden. Nobody really sees you. So um, it wasn't like cops were going to be pulling us over or anything, but it's also keep that in mind because I think that's kind of how this came about. Um, essentially we get in the truck and of course we're making small talk like I'm asking like have you ever ridden in the truck have you ever gone on like a run with him with him like have you ever like what and he's telling me stories about how he'd taken their mom like <clears throat> Jim's telling stories about how he'd taken the mom with him how he'd taken his kids with him how they one time loaded all of the kids in and him in there together to go for like a five-hour drive up to somewhere and back just to be doing one day because they were all bored and so I'm like wow that's like so cool that you guys do stuff like that and like I don't know I I I don't know why at the time I just thought it was so cool like like I didn't want to be a trucker but I thought it was cool that we were getting to go like on a truck ride so I'm like all excited and so the first stop we stop at is they have um there's some gas stations that are like specially built for these big trucks and that's where he stopped at first he fueled up his tank we're sitting in the back um chilling he gets back in after filling up. We go drive, cruise our little downtown. It's called McHenry. We went all the way down McHenry out to the 99. And if you go a little ways out, uh, either out on the 99 or just past the 99, there's like some truck stops out there. And I know there's a Flying J's out that way. And I also know there's a Love's. I don't remember which one exactly we had stopped at, but we'd stopped at one of them and we'd parked. And some of these places have like, little restaurants at them where you can go eat and stuff and this one did and he's telling us like hey you know we can get out and go have dinner like do you guys want to go inside and have dinner like we could totally do that and we were just like no like we're we're not hungry like we just want to go 
like get snacks, whatever, and drive. Like we're, we're, we don't want to sit and have dinner. We want to drive around. So he's like, okay, well, whatever. And we tell him like what kind of slushies we want, what kind of snacks he goes in to get the snacks. And literally not even a minute or two after he leaves, we hear the door open and shut. And as we look up, there is this woman and we'd never seen her before in our lives. And we were just like, who are you? Like, who are you? And I, I don't remember what name she told us, but she told us her name and she was just like, uh, who are you? Like, why are you in this truck? And Leah's like, you know, we're riding around with my dad and she's just like, oh, okay, like, where is your dad? And, you know, we tell her like, oh, like Jim went inside, like he'll be right back. And she's just like, oh, okay, well, um, then she just kind of started asking us questions like how old we were, what town did we live in, where were we from, like, which is essentially the same question, um, like, where did we go to school at, all kinds of, like, kind of weird personal questions that, like, strangers probably shouldn't ask kids, but she was, like, asking us, and... I was feeling really weirded out the whole time, so I wasn't really talking much, but Leah was just, like, answering all her questions, and I kind of would chime in here and there, and Leah would be like, yeah, we live in Mod in Modesto, and we are, like, driving around in my dad's truck for fun because we're having a sleepover and all this stuff, and just telling her all this stuff, and I'm like, girl, like, we don't know her, stranger danger. And finally, after we, like, give her a little bit of an explanation and talk to her for a minute, she goes, okay, ladies, you guys have fun now, like, bye, and just, like, gets out of the truck, and we're just like, oh, my God. <clears throat> and so that probably lasted a good, you know, four or five minutes, us kind of just talking to her, explaining things to her, and finally, we're sitting in the truck, and um, we're talking about, like, that was kind of weird, like, Leah, you shouldn't have talked to her, that was, like, really weird. And she was just like, I know, but, like, she was nice to us, so, like, we could be nice to her and whatever, whatever. And us being kids, you know, we were dumb. So, um, finally Jim comes back in the truck. He gives us her snacks. And we start telling him, like, about the lady that came in the truck. And she was, like, talking to us and blah, blah, blah. And, like, you guys, when I say lady, I don't mean, like, uh, like an older, like, grown-up lady. This this girl probably, let's be real, she was probably like a girl, okay? She was probably not that much older than us. She didn't look, at most, she looked 25 at youngest. She was probably 18, 19, okay? So she wasn't even, like, to us, she was a lady because we were, like, what, 9, 10 years old. So to us, it was like she was a lady. But now that I'm older, I realize, like, she's she was a girl. She was a girl. Like, she wasn't that old. Um... And so when we're explaining this to him, he goes, yeah, like, that's a lot lizard. And lot lizards are just ladies who hang out at the truck stop um, and do business with the truckers. And we were like, what do you mean do business with the truckers? And he's like, yeah, like, they're hookers. Like, they're hookers. They're just hookers who prefer to be hookers at truck stops instead of, like, in other areas, you know? So... That was our night that we met a uh, a real-life lot lizard. And essentially, he said if we ever go, like, riding around with him again, like, to just basically, if a lot lizard comes in the truck, tell them to, to leave, get out of the truck, don't talk to them, don't say anything to them, just have them get out of the truck, then go to wherever he was, and then 
let him know what's going on and then all go back to the truck together. That way it's like not a, as weird of a situation, you know? And, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought that story at the time, I feel like it was a lot more creepier than it was like looking back now though, like, I mean, it still is creepy because like she could have been asking us all these things to be like a human trafficker who even knows like a kidnapper who even knows. Thank God she wasn't or didn't, but like, you, you never know, especially nowadays, like, yeah, but that, looking back, that was, like, really a weird moment, and I'm really glad we, it kind of just, like, played out the way that it did, and not a lot worse, because she could have, you know, had anybody out there with her waiting, she could have, you know, had, she could have, I don't know, like, she could have been doing anything, we don't know, Alright, so I may or may not have told this story before. I cannot remember. If I did, it's probably in one of my scarathons. Because I feel like if I told the story, that's when I told it. Um, but this time I'm going to try and go in a little more detail. I know I say that a lot. And if you have heard the story, feel free to skip over it. I'm totally down for you to skip over it. Um, but if not... Um, it's not really a childhood story, it's more of like a teenage story, but it did happen, I think I was either in 8th grade or ninth grade when this happened, I don't remember exactly, but around that era, like between 13 and 15 years old, somewhere in there, um, and it happened at my grandma's house, and yeah. So I'm just going to get into it and give you like the full detailed rundown version of how this played out instead of like a quickly glossed over like scarathon version. So here we go. So it all kind of started, if you don't know, um, just for a little context, growing up on the weekends and on Wednesday nights, we would go to my grandma's house to stay the night because she, we would go to church with her. Um, and my parents didn't go to church. They didn't want to go to church. So, um, yeah, we would just like that. I guess that's their way of like getting a break from us on the weekends was to send us to my grandma's to stay the night and wake up early and go to church and all that. And on Wednesday nights, because my stepsister was there visiting. And I think that was like Jan's quality time with her without having to like worry about us and they could like focus on her all great and good and everything. But as time continued, um, grandma and us eventually did kind of pull, fall out of going to church all the time, but we still continued to go stay the night at her house, like on the weekends and occasionally during the school week. Because like I said, it was like my parents' way of getting a break from us and having quality time with my stepsister without them all having to worry about us. Not a big deal. Um, and this just so happened to fall on a weekend. My sister and I were at my grandma's and... It was around Christmas time, or like around Christmas break time, so um, of course, you know, my grandma had downsized, moved into her mobile home, and when she lived in her house, like her actual house house that she lived in forever, um, they would always like decorate for Christmas, put out lights, you know, do all the stuff 
for holidays and stuff. And when they moved into the mobile home, you know, they were both a lot older, both retired, had been retired for like a long time. And I remember my grandpa, that first year they lived there, they kind of decorated a little bit. This is, okay, so I think I was in ninth grade because this is like the second year that they lived there. And me and my sister were wanting to do something and were bored. And my grandma was like, well, we could decorate for Christmas. I have like a whole tub of decorations and lights. Like, let's go decorate for Christmas. And I remember my grandpa kind of getting irritated with us and being like, no, because if you guys put on all the Christmas decorations, who's going to clean it all up? Like, I don't want to deal with it, basically, because I'm old and I'm tired. So um, my grandma was just like, don't worry about it. Like, we'll all clean it up, like, when it's done. Like, let's just let them decorate. So, and I remember usually it would just be like a couple strands of lights put up. Nothing crazy. But me and my sister, we were used to at our house with Jan and my mom. We were used to Jan and us and my mom, everybody just going crazy like Christmas threw up on our house or Halloween threw up on our house. So that's kind of what we wanted to do with the lights. Plus my grandma had like box, like two giant tubs full of lights and Christmas decor because, you know, she just did. Over the years stuff accumulates. So we were like going crazy, like pulling out lights. My grandma even went and bought more lights on top of the ones she already had to add to it. So we were like going all out doing the most decorating we were out in and out of the house all day um because it was cold and kind of misty and foggy a little bit but we were in and out of the house all day putting up lights putting up other decorations like on her porch and other stuff and for some reason she lives out next to this like um back then it was like a little two-lane road now it's much bigger they've done a lot of work out there it's a much larger road but back then even back then there that road got a lot of traffic it was a 55 um, speed limit, so you could hear the cars going by. Like, it was a lot. So, um, but for some reason, the state, and I remember this, and at the time, not thinking anything of it, but at some point, it became, like, oddly quiet. Like, it's already kind of quiet, because it's already cut out in the country, sort of, but also, with the big road there, you would hear cars and traffic you know and then there's another busy road not far from there that you still can hear because of cars and traffic because like I said out in the country there's not buildings and other things to block out the sound there's just like busy roads out there and you can hear them and like I said things got oddly quiet and all I remember is we'd been in and out all day things are kind of quiet like at the time I didn't think nothing of it but now that I look back hindsight's 2020 this was weirdly quiet so as we're doing the lights out there um my sister was inside and me and my grandma were outside and I was doing lights kind of in the back like in the yard area but at the area that's behind her front porch instead of like in the front so like her back I'm gonna call it her backyard because that's kind of what it is so the backyard area I'm kind of like putting lights up and like whatever and there's like farms and people with land that like it's a mobile home smack in the middle of like all these farms surrounding this busy road like not anymore but it was at the time and all we see is this guy driving super slow going down his canal and as he drives by in his truck um he's just like staring at us like hawk-eyed staring at us and it's making me feel super weird so um 
I go up on the porch with my grandma and my grandma's like, that's really weird. I think we should just go inside. Like I'm done. Like that was strange. And I told her, yeah, that was really weird for me too. I'm down. Like, let's go inside. So we go inside and we're all talking. And that's when my grandma brings up how quiet it is. And she's like, it is weirdly quiet for being next to a busy road, like to, to like, like a street over from a busy road. Like you're, you're going to hear that, especially out in the country. Like that's weird that it's not, you know what I mean? So we just stay in the house the rest of the day because we just had a feeling something was just off. Especially after the truck and not noticing the quiet. So we're inside and we're all just like continuing the day inside like like nothing had happened. We're safe inside, whatever. Watching TV, relaxing, um, hanging out like we used to do all the time back then and it's now dark, it's after dinner, we're, you know, getting all ready, because our mom, usually Sunday nights, my grandma would drive us home, or my mom would come pick us up, depending on, you know, depending on how things were going, well, I don't know where my mom calls my grandma and says, hey, I was on my way to pick up the kids, um, your road is blocked off, like, I can't get down the road to get to the mobile home park, it's completely blocked, and there's cops everywhere, there's all kinds of news vans everywhere, and so, like, I cannot get in. Like, I don't know what to do. So my grandma says, you know, give me a minute. Me and the girls will walk out to the entrance and see what's going on. So my sister didn't want to go, but I wanted to go, because I'm, like, all interested now. Like, what's happening? Like, after all that weird stuff happened, like, what's happening? So my grandma and I walked out to the entrance of the thing, and as soon as we got to the entrance of the mobile home park, like the driveway, my grandma tells me, you know what, stay up inside the mobile home park. I'm going to walk out to the road and see what's going on. So my grandma walks out to the road. And as soon as she walked out there, because I remember she came back after she was done. She's out there probably a good five or ten minutes. She comes back and says, I just got interviewed by the news, by Channel 3. Um... Apparently what had happened, because the, the news reporter had told her what had happened, um, a man had, had, I don't know if he escaped from jail or had pulled an armed robbery, but for some reason he was running from the cops. And he had stolen a car and was hightailing it over 100 miles an hour down my grandma's road, hit a car head-on that had a couple in it, and killed both of them, then drove the car he was in to stop it up into the trees and was now hiding in on the man's land across the street from the mobile home park up in the trees. And so they were looking for him. That was what was going on. So that's why the road was blocked off. Um, and they hadn't found him yet. So they said when they found him, they were going to unblock the roads and let people out. But the news van guy also told my grandma if we really needed to get home, he could let my sister and I ride in the back of the news van um, to where my mom was. And I, dude, I really wanted that to happen. Like, why? Why? But like, also because like, who else gets to say I got to ride in a news van? 
Like, who else gets to say that? Like, obviously, news reporters and people who work for the media. But, like, as a teenager, going to school on Monday, how cool would that have been to tell my friends, like, I got to ride in the back of a news van? Like, but no, literally, we went back to my grandma's house, and we waited about another 20, 30 minutes. The road became unblocked, at which point um, my mom just came and got us. Basically, my mom sat down. There's a shopping center down towards... Not really the end of the street, because it's not really the end of the street, but kind of like, kind of like the end of the street before it gets really, really out in the country. There's like a shopping center right there, and my mom just kind of like hung out and waited in the shopping center until they unblocked the road, essentially, and um, then she just came and got us, and yeah. I was a little bummed I didn't get to ride in the news van, but... I was more bummed, um, about the people who passed away, um, so rest in peace to the people, and my prayers to their family, and all that, even though this was over ten years ago now, um, yeah. Oh, and as for the, the guy who was running from the cops... He did get found. Um, he was found by the landowner. Essentially, the guy was out on his property with the cops searching and found him. And I, all I know is that um, he was in severe need of medical attention, but he did get to go. He did wind up back in jail for a really long time. That's all I know. Alright guys, so this is going to be the time I played Bloody Mary at a sleepover. I was, I want to say around 7, 8, and I had two friends, we'll call them K and A. They were sisters, um, one was my age, K was my age, and then A was my sister's age, so my sister was friends with them too, and they would have sleepovers all the time. They had, just for context and to kind of set up the story, I'll tell you this part. They had this really cool house where... They had, like, this one special living room that nobody ever went in because it was, like, full of antiques and beautifully decorated. And then if you go down the hall, there's two bedrooms. Um, if you go to the side of, like, the entryway, there's their, like, kitchen and dining area, right? And if you go through their kitchen, there's, like, a third bedroom with a bathroom. What I think happened there is it was supposed to be, like, an office, but they set it up as, like, a guest room. I don't know. And then in the very back, if you go through the dining through back through the kitchen to the dining area is this huge long room um, that they called their playroom and it was literally just this long super long room as long as their entire house almost where one was set up as like their den living room area where we could sit and watch tv and play video games and then the back half of the room was like where they kept all their toys and all their fun play stuff so the bathroom in question is going to be the bathroom that I told you about where you had to go through that kind of like third bedroom that was off the kitchen. That's where we did this. So, um, yeah. So, I'm going to go ahead and get started and tell you all about the sleepover. Here we go. Alright, so at these sleepovers, there was usually three adults, Kay and A's two parents, and their uncle. Don't worry, he's not like a creepy uncle. Or maybe he is, if you think about the story. But 
Anyways, um, he usually would show up to just give a helping hand to the parents because it was a large group of girls with two adults, you know? So, um, yeah, we started this sleepover like usual. We just went and played in the backyard for a while. And then we came inside for dinner, which was probably either hot dogs or pizza. I don't remember, but yeah, we, we had our dinner and we ate our dinner in the playroom and then we played in the playroom for a while until it was almost time to go to bed when we decided we were going to get together and tell ghost stories. So we're all sitting there talking about like scary movies we'd seen or like telling each other ghost stories, doing stuff to freak each other out and scare each other because, you know, that's fun. That's fun to do at a sleepover. Um, and one girl brings up Bloody Mary and how she's played Bloody Mary before and she saw Bloody Mary in her mirror. And of course this intrigues all of us and we're just like hell yeah like let's play bloody mary tonight and see if she'll show up like let's do it and of course being a bunch of like little girls between the ages of seven to ten we really believe like that we're gonna see bloody mary so um that night we waited for her for k and a's parents to go to bed because they we had told them about playing bloody mary and they were like no it's a story it's not true it's not gonna work like you guys need to go to bed so we waited for them to go to bed once they were in bed and the uncle, I don't know if he like stayed there, but I remember, um, at one point, like when K and A and I were talking one time when I was over there, they told me that that third bedroom was like their uncle's room or he would like sleep there when he was over there, but he wasn't asleep in it that night. So I don't know. I don't know. So... The uncle wasn't sleeping in there that night. I don't know why, but he wasn't. I don't know if he went home or what happened, but we decided we're going to play Bloody Mary in that front bathroom so we don't wake up her parents because they had told us no. So, um, yeah, we go to the front bathroom, it, the whole lot of us, and we're going in like groups of two or three going in to play Bloody Mary. And, uh, yeah. So like I said, we're going in groups of two or three doing the Bloody Mary game in the bathroom. And of course, because we're kids, our imaginations, they're just going wild. So we have girls coming out telling us that they're, you know, getting, they have scratches on them and they got scratched by Bloody Mary or they heard, they saw her in the mirror or like they heard her talking to them, just like crazy stuff. Of course, I, what I think is people were going in there coming out with the intention to like scare people or freak people out, which... You know, it definitely worked. We're getting more freaked out by the minute. And finally, um, it gets our turn. And I'm I'm telling everyone else, like, no, no, no. Yours didn't work. Yours didn't work. But mine's going to work. Like, mine, me calling her, will work. So me and my sister and one or two other girls go into the bathroom. We start doing Bloody Mary. And one of the girls had already played Bloody Mary so she's telling me, like, no, like, it's going to work. Like, you'll, you will hear her. Like, she'll knock on something or she'll bang on something. Like, you will hear it. And I'm like, no way. No way. Like, I don't think you heard it before, but I'm going to hear it for sure if it's real. So we get in there. We start doing the Bloody Mary game. The first time it doesn't work, we said, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, right into the mirror. Nothing happened. We go a second round, and that's when we hear a knocking on the window of the bathroom and we're just like stopping for a minute we all look at each other and we're like oh my god like 
you guys all heard that, right? Like, you heard that, you heard that, okay, like, we're not crazy. So, we try it one last time, and we hear the knocking on the window again, and that's when we all got really freaked out, because, like, we heard it, and we ran out of the bathroom, and the other girls are all like, we told you, we told you it was real, like, we told you she's here, blah, blah, blah. So we all get super, super freaked out, run back to our sleeping bags, all get in our little sleeping bags or blankets, whatever we were sleeping in, put the covers over our heads and laid there for the rest of the night, scared, all kind of talking to each other like we didn't think, like, you know, like, obviously. And so, of course, you know, when her parents get up the next day, we're all talking at breakfast and we're all telling the parents, like, no, we played Bloody Mary for real and, like, we heard her and, like, people were getting scratched and people were hearing things and this and that and the other. And her parents are going, no, no, it's just a game. Like, it's just a game. You guys have imaginations like it's a game like it's not real and after a little while telling the parents and the uncle about all of the stuff that was happening to us they all start laughing and finally break down and tell us like yeah because you guys were so interested in playing bloody mary we thought it would be funny to like mess with you when you were playing bloody mary in the bathroom like there's no bloody mary like we were knocking on the windows we were like you know, we, we were making noises, like, in the other rooms, so, like, you would hear us, so, like, there you go, there's your Bloody Mary, so, um, and we were like, what the heck, that's so messed up, blah, 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 and, uh, they were like, well, we told you not to do it, and you did anyways, so that, that was, like, payback, and the uncle was like, yeah, like, I guess it was the uncle's idea, like, he finally came out and was just like, yeah, like, I thought it would be funny, like, to scare a bunch of little girls at a sleepover, like, like I said, he doesn't come across as, like, the creepy uncle, but if you think about it, that's kind of creepy, like, who thinks to scare a bunch of little seven-year-olds at a sleepover, seven to ten-year-olds at a sleepover, what, who does that? <laughs> I mean, I guess, if it's like your kids sleepover and it's funny, but like if you're just like a random adult who's there to help out with the kids, like why? That's weird. I don't know. But yeah, that story may not be as interesting or as scary as the other ones, but I thought it was a good thing to fit here because I needed one last story to round out the, uh, the episode. So there you go. Alright guys, and now to my outro. Those are three kind of creepy, spooky childhood stories from my life. I've told you embarrassing stories. I've told you spooky stories. What else, What more could you need? Um, next week is going to be a little different. It's not going to be spooky or scary stories. It's just going to be like updates on my life, kind of. And I will see you then. So I love you guys. I will see you next week. Bye!